tell me what you really, really want. Hi, I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. Welcome to Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. In these episodes, we connect with courageous women who are ready to share their healing journey stories. Forgiveness is all about connecting with our inner child, connecting with our heart, and realizing we can never go back and change the circumstances, but we can certainly gain a new perspective. Mindset is the crux of all that we do. It's a matter of the heart. Want to be a guest? Visit lisadrennan.com and sign up today. Would love for you to like, rate, and leave a comment on this episode. Be sure to share it with who you know will resonate the most with it. Want to learn more about aligning your thoughts with your heart? Subscribe to my website and connect for a free discovery call where we dive into divine heart alignment. Where are my notes? Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside a Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. Not only am I energetic, I am a, a mindset business mentor, and I am the founder of Soar Society. Soar is seeking our authentic route to our highest potential, and it's where you really go deep, dig deep down into who you are, who you were created to be, and turning your passion into profit so you can just be that six-figure entrepreneur that you want to be. And so many of us are hiding behind shame, guilt, people-pleasing. But the root cause of why we're hiding behind all this is truly unforgiveness. If you think about the conversations you have with yourself, what are you saying to yourself? We often think about relationships and how we talk to one another, but have you ever stopped to think how you talk to yourself? If you're like me, you gave yourself a whole laundry list of what you can't do, how you weren't good enough, how you know you were so full of shame and guilt, and you did all these things wrong. Stop being your worst critic. Get out of your own way and begin your healing journey because it truly is a matter of the heart. And there are so many beautiful women out there who have these awesome stories of being on a healing journey. Today, we have the beautiful Irina Shavona with us. I, I hope I said that right. In, in practice pre-interview, I said it right. I was like, yes, I got it. Um, but you know, when like you actually go live and you have to introduce somebody, you're like, you know, the, the stuttering starts to come in. But she is an NLP trainer and timeline therapy master coach. She has helped women recover after breakup, separation, and divorce. And she uses her own personal experience as well as the NLP and the timeline therapy in her approach. She also has her own podcast um, and the title of that. So if you are, you must be a podcast fan if you're listening to this or watching this. Um, her podcast is called Single Parent Success Stories. And the modality of that, we were talking beforehand about that, like what happens after divorce? You know, you go through this loss of identity. And I was actually talking to one of my clients if the same thing happens, like after a life-changing event, you retire from your job or you lose your job, um, you get a divorce, you lose a loved one, you go through these things. That's part of your identity. It's who you are. And we don't really understand sometimes how when that event happens, it just totally flips how we approach things, how we see things. I have another client who retired after a 25-year career, and she said it took her a whole entire year after that change 
to realize who she was and how she was supposed to show up in the world and what her passions were. So if this resonates with you, you need to tune in. And if you know somebody who this does resonate with you, be sure to share this episode. So thank you so much, Irina, for sharing this platform with me. I'm so excited to hear your journey and your story. And um, tell us about the beforehand. What happened? What was what was life like in the before you realized like this is my identity and this is how I need to move forward? Sure. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. So my life, I'm a single parent of two kids. And I became a single parent when my son was born and my daughter was five years old. And I was living in the depressive state of being, going through my days, not feeling present, fulfilling daily obligations, having depressive thoughts, having suicidal thoughts and dropping one kid off at one school and another in the nursery and rushing off to work and bawling my eyes out on the train and asking myself, is this what life is all about? Waiting for something on outside of me to change, waiting for somebody to come and save me. Because what happens, as you mentioned, during my marriage, I was married for nine years. We knew each other for 15. I managed to lose my identity, who I was. Not, not someone else's wife or someone else's mom, but who was I? That's the question I was asking. Who was I? That loss of identity again. And so for a year, I was living in that miserable state of being, not knowing what to do. After a year, I realized that I cannot continue any longer like that. My kids need me to be energetic and I need to be happy. Because <laughs> in the end of the day, don't we all want to be happy? Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted, to be happy. And so I embarked on a journey of personal development and growth. And I attended seminars, I attended workshops, live events. And what culminated in uh, September of 2019, when I was in Phoenix, Arizona, it was my first ever live event. There was even uh, Carmichael, a YouTuber from Canada on stage, who said there is not enough belief in this world today. And you should help somebody who is a step behind you. So the person that I wanted to help was me. The five years <laughs> prior coming to the summit, I wanted to help that person to realize what is possible because life is too short to go on living unhappy. It is too short to live and, you know, and suffer and put ourselves into this stuff when we can reclaim our life. We can be happy. This is when I decided to help those women. And this is how Reclaim Your Life was born, my company. And that started with me creating Happiness Academy, which is a popular approach to recovery, to being happy by addressing physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. When we address those four, can we truly be happy? Can we truly recover? And I know I'm already telling more what happened after, <laughs> but before was a dark time. It was a broken time. It was time of despair and waiting for some miracle. <laughs> and then I became my own miracle <laughs> by taking care of needs, of my own needs, addressing physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, and being there and taking the tiny micro step because it's not... It's of course it's difficult, and you cannot just wake up one day and you're all better. <laughs> no, it's the tiny little micro steps that we take every single day that oftentimes we take for granted. And practicing those things day in and day out, that what actually 
moves the needle. That's what actually transforms you in a long way. It's what you do every single day. Yeah, absolutely. When um, when you realize, like you said, you were sitting on the train and, you know, you were just like, came to this, res- this realization that there's more. What what made you think of that? Like, I mean, was it because you were stressed out? You were running around. You weren't taking care of yourself. So what, what was that moment like? Just a brokenness and, and thinking, like, why are we rushing? What is this rushing all about? Because I was always, I would drop both kids off, and then I had to find parking, get on the train, run to, to catch the train, because it was like last minute. And all that rush, all of that kind of constant running, what are we running to? Is this yeah. life, is life is only about suffering? Is life only about just ticking boxes off? You know how we grew up? When we are little kids, we have this perfect fairy tale in our head. You know, you go to school, you know, you go to college, you start a career, you get married, you start a family. But what happens if some negative event enters your life? We are not prepared for that. We are not prepared for that other adversity. How do you deal with that? And of course, you have family, you have friends. But if they haven't been where you've been, if they haven't walked in your shoes, how can they truly give you advice? And yes, they have best intentions in heart, and I'm not saying they are bad, but how can they truly understand where you are coming from? Mm-hmm. So being there on the train, I was asking myself those questions. Who was I? What is my identity? What am I all about? Because I, I lost it all. I didn't know what I liked, what I disliked. I was just fulfilling things, you know, running, I used to say, <laughs> I was a soldier that went to war that never ends. Because when you are a parent or when you're a single parent, you're always on. There is no vacation days. There are no days off. If your kid is sick, you cannot be sick. <laughs> you got to be there 110%. So how do you fulfill yourself to have the energy, to have this radiance within yourself? Because if you are not happy, if you are miserable, what do the kids see? Mm-hmm. And Going to work, I would feel like, yeah, like I would plaster on a smile and go through my day because everybody has their own problems. Why would they care about you? But I felt yeah. like I, my best self went to work and my kids were getting leftovers. Mm-hmm. That emotional thing. And like, how do you maintain that level of energy, the level of happiness? Because if you don't fulfill yourself first, how can you be a better parent, a better human, a better mom, a better sister, daughter to anybody if you don't take care of yourself first? And yeah, those that's were truth. the mm-hmm. questions that are like running through my head and the things that I wanted to find out. What is yeah. life all about? Yeah, and it's so truth. And I know a lot of women out there that are listening to this feel that same way. I know when I was, I mean, my youngest is 23 right now. um, And I know when my kids were younger, I didn't even know what me time was. I really thought it was selfishness. And I blogged about it on my blog and um, realized, you know, in, in 2014, I like went on strike. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I'm taking me time. I don't care. I just went to get my nails done. I started working out. I started going for walks. I started going out with my friends once a week and then 
really made a plan and said, you know what, my life just doesn't revolve around you all. I mean, I love you all. And I'm, I'm glad here to, to be here to, to serve and nurture you, but I need some time to myself too. And uh, my family was like, what, what do you mean you're taking me time? What's that? <laughs> and I'm like a huge advocate, especially with young moms, young, young wives too. I know a lot of um, my daughter's 27 and a lot of her friends are getting married now and they just throw themselves into that relationship and they don't keep that separate path, you know, and if um, one of my, um, I explained it to one of my clients is like, if you're walking down a path, you know, you always have trails and there's always at least two choices on your trail. You know, sometimes you might have more, you might have three or four trails, but whatever trail you're going on, a lot of times you want a companion, you want that spouse you want, but a lot of times you might not have the same interest and you're going to have to go off on your own trail. But if you think about it emotionally, it's important for you to establish your own identity while you're nurturing that relationship with your spouse, because if you don't, then you lose yourself. And then you, you know, there's like this, this, this separation that happens in marriage is difficult enough. And I think a lot of, I come from a divorced family um, and I, you know, I've been married for 28 years, but it's not all rainbowed and unicorns. There's a lot of struggles. There's a lot of, um, you know, you have to work at it just like anything else, just like growing your business and maintaining your business and maintaining any kind of relationship. You really have to work at it. But you, if you don't know who you are, and like you said earlier, you don't know your identity. You don't know it, what makes you joy filled and what makes you want to give your hundred percent. If you're giving it into just your career, by the time you come home, you're exhausted. You can't give anything to your family. And it all goes back to just taking care of yourself and really enjoying who you are as a person and pursuing your passion. So I love that you came to this realization um, as your kids were younger and not waiting until, you know, my kid was my youngest child at that in 2014 was um, I think he was, I don't know. I can't do the math in my head. He was a teenager. Okay. <laughs> Waited too long. <laughs> this is something. So if you're a mom out there listening with little kids, you know, toddlers, babies, pay attention because this is the key to happiness is to take me time. And, you know, what do you recommend, Irina, for somebody, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes a morning, sneak it in through the day? Yes, I recommend 10 minutes of joy. Make it a practice that you do something exceptionally fulfilling just for you, just because, because you are special, whether it's singing, riding a bike, taking yourself for a walk or soaking in a nice hot bus stop, whatever makes you happy, do that. One of the greatest things I did in my recovery is learning how to sing. It actually opened up my voice and allowed me to sing what I couldn't speak. So do something that brings you joy. Everything. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I can't sing. When I sing my, um, everyone was like, stop singing. <laughs> I'll make a joyful noise during church, but that's about it. Um, sometimes you'll catch me singing along with music and dancing, but I'll be whispering. <laughs> but singing is a beautiful, a beautiful gift and a great release. I know dancing does a lot. I, I could just dance around in my family room and just start doing the twist and, that song will automatically come into my head and I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> so much fun. So tell us about the NLP. What does that stand for? So NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. And this is how we use our mind, how we relate to life, how we think. It's not what we think, it's how we think. 
how we interact with the world and ourselves. Okay. So can you give us an example of like, what do you, is it like talk therapy or? It is a, like a talk therapy. Yes. Yeah. So it's important, you know, how to speak to yourself, but it's a lot of things. It's not just that there are strategies. Did you know that how you do one thing is how you do everything. There is a strategy on how you buy things. There is a strategy on how you love. And we have a lot of filters, a lot of programs in our head. And those programs are in a subconscious mind. We have conscious mind, that one that sets a goal, let's say, and our subconscious is the one is the goal getter. So let's say you decided to buy a car. You go to the dealership, you look at that specific model, specific color, the specific everything. Then you say, oh, I'm going to test right. And then you come back. I'm going to think about it. Then you go outside and everywhere you look, you see that car that you just <laughs> looked at. And before you're like, what's going on? I didn't see that before. Why? why what's going on? That's your reticular activating system at work. Identifying because you made it with your conscious mind the goal. This is I'm go- what I'm going to get. So your unconscious mind, subconscious is showing it to you in your view. And this is just one example. It's also self-talk. How do you talk to yourself? Because our mind takes everything literally and personally. It doesn't mm-hmm. process negatives. So if you say, I want, like, I want to, I don't want to be poor, for example, your mind is only going to hear the poor and not the dulled. So be very mindful how you use your language, how you speak to yourself how you speak your other to others because you're constantly giving commands to your unconscious mind. An unconscious mind wants to please you. It wants to give you what you ask for. Mm. So be very mindful how you talk to yourself. And there are many different applications in different areas of life, whether it's love, relationship, business, health and fitness. It's basically being responsible for your life, being living at cause for your life. Go all goes into that. I love that. That's very in line with what I do as far as like the mindset work and understanding that our negative self-talk, I call it our stinking thinking, you know, whatever whatever you believe you receive. So if you believe you can't do it, you can't do it. Simple as that. (laughs) So rewrite your story and, you know, and dig down to that root cause as to why you're doing it. And the mind is so powerful. The brain is just, I mean, the world's greatest computer as we have it in our own head. And half of us don't tap into it because we concentrate on all the negative and you know, like I said earlier, it's that laundry list we give ourselves. And then, you know, if it's not towards ourselves, if we're bitter or angry towards someone else, you know, we're spewing all of that or we're focusing on something that doesn't bring us joy. And I always wonder, I was talking to um, a client last night and we were talking about, you know, what do you love to do? Like what brings you joy? Like you're doing all these things in your business and you're miserable. Why do you keep doing it? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You know, choose choose your top three things that you want to do that brings you joy um, to promote yourself, your business, and your programs. And just do that. Who says you have to do all these other things? You know, and it's just like we can't see what we can't see. Like, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And it's so hard for us to look at ourselves and say, okay, what's going on? And I can spend hours trying to figure out on my own. But in my clients, I can see it in a second. It's like, okay, (laughs) 
why is that? <laughs> Subconsciously, you don't want to see your own faults, right? Yeah, and That's sometimes writing, you know, sometimes it's easier kind of when you're an observer, even when you're inside yourself, like think of yourself as an observer of a situation instead of being emotionally charged about it. Mm-hmm. So when you're on the outside, like when you're speaking with your clients, you're on the outside, you're not in there, you're just looking kind of as an observer, okay, this is what's going on. And you see it right away because you are not emotionally connected, not charged up, but all of the stories that they are telling. And when you're inside, it's difficult to kind of separate yourself, put yourself yeah. as an observer and see what is it the situation trying to teach me? What am I going to learn from here? And treat yeah. it as a lesson because there is no failure in life. Everything is feedback. Oh, I like that. There's no failure in life. Everything is feedback. You'll have to coin that phrase and get a, put that into, you know picture behind you and put that on your website. I like that. <laughs> so tell us about your program. Which one? I have many the one that you the one that you absolutely love your signature program. <laughs> so the one that I absolutely love is uh, working one on one, and this is a breakthrough coaching. And what it is is, I get to connect with my client and figure out what it is they're trying to solve, what kind of problem, and then using NLP and timeline therapy techniques. Go through that issue, release any blocks that are holding them back so that they can break through to the next level. And how long does it usually take for someone to break through when you start working with them? So there are two ways to do it, whether we can do it in a weekend or we can do it across 12 weeks. And Mm -hmm. if it's a weekly thing, if it's 12 weeks, then it's one to two hours per week. And we work together. And in my coaching, I address four states of being, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, to increase your overall well-being in all areas of your life. Wow, that's pretty intense. So you get really deep in with your clients. Yes, definitely. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and how you found your identity and how you realized it. It's so, so beautiful to realize that that just hit you on the train that one day and you were like, yes, this is it. I'm not going to live this life of, you know, unhappiness and rushing through my day. I'm just going to stop and take. And then you pursued that and got the necessary, you know, what resonated with you for your training. And then now you're turning around and helping other women in the same situation. Mm -hmm. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. And if you are listening to this, and you know someone that would resonate with this story, please share it. And in the description are links to connect with Irina. So please reach out to her. And if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast site, be sure to leave a review and a comment. Let us know what resonated the most with you and be sure to connect. And remember, everyone is on a daily healing journey. It's all a matter of the heart. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, all proceeds go to support Divine Timing Ministries, a safe place for courageous women healing from post-abortion. 